have to really escalate the noise we make so that we'll be heard. Welcome to Gay USA. I'm Andy Hum, and sitting in for Anne while she is doing me back to, to co-host to fill in for Anne. Big shoes. Rob Shooter is the author. The four-word answer. answer. Who are you in four words? This was your. Uh, best-selling book. Yeah, it did really well. So I used to be a publicist for different celebrities. And one of the things I learned from them is they knew who they were in four words or less. J-Lo, Diddy, Jessica Simpson, they all knew who they were. And so I thought, what would happen if we applied that to our own lives? And so that's what the book is about. Who are you in four words? And you also do the Naughty But Nice podcast. iHeart Radio, five days a week, all the celebrity gossip by 9 a.m. every morning, Monday to Friday. I follow you on Instagram where I I get all the news. (laughs) But let's give you all the news. Uh, Look, it was a bad week for Donald Trump. uh, And we're going to bring you some of the rise and resist celebration of his uh, problems. Rise is a good word because the next story is going to be about Ron DeSantis <laughs> and his height identity. Maybe a little rise out of him. His height, height. identity. Interesting. Uh, we're going to tell you more about uh, all the controversy over trans candidates on the ballot in Ohio. Can they stay? Are they going? What's going on? A non-binary student in a Oklahoma high school was beaten by three girls and dies. And now the libs of TikTok have been implicated in this. What a story. Horrible. And then this, you've probably seen this across the country, the funeral. We've talked about the loss of Cecilia Gentili, the great trans leader, but her funeral at St. Patrick's Cathedral made history and sparked a backlash. Yeah, for days that story still is, is going on. We also have the love of Rock Hudson's life who passed away at 86 years old. And if you want to stay around for anything in this show, it's a picture of the two of them a little later on in the show. Yes. Uh, Greece's conservative government enacted marriage equality, and that's a first for an Orthodox nation. Mm. Wow. A a Polish TV newsman is apologizing to the community after years of saying some really unfair, really mean things. The government must have changed. (laughs) Uh, The Department of Justice is suing Tennessee for its draconian penalties for sex workers with HIV. We have two two gay luminaries who are now hanging forever. Their caricatures, their photographs in New York restaurants. This is a personal story for me, so you're going to want to hear this. And we're going to give you Anne's reviews. Anne will be with us, not not just in spirit. Uh, Her reviews of Oh, Mary... Off-Broadway, starring Cole Escola, and the new lesbian road flick that is opening this weekend, Drive-Away Dolls. (laughs) Okay. So, look, I I mean, everybody knows the news about Trump. Uh, uh, He's, uh, first of all, he's soon going to go to trial for Mm -hmm. election interference. He's actually going to have to sit in a courtroom from March 25th until that trial is over. Is there any chance it can be delayed or this one's happening? This is happening. Well, I mean, there's a chance. I mean, anything can happen. But uh, this is the, you know, Stormy Daniels hush money case. And he he also, of course, as you know, was fined $353 million plus 
interest and barred from doing business in New York for three years for fraud, charges brought by our Attorney General Tish James. So, uh, you know, rise and resist the action group, which is, you know, it's not specifically gay, but predominantly gay, uh, LGBTQ, I should say. Uh, they have been dogging him forever, and they were at Trump Tower uh, this week. Here's a picture that Jackie Rudin <laughs> sent us. The going out of business. And this was picked up by media all over the world. Well, it's very dramatic. It's a great picture. It certainly gets the, the point across in just a few words. And uh, uh, J.W. Walker, J.W. Walker, who's been on the show many times, uh, 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 spoke at the rally. Why now? <laughs> Everything must go. All You want pardons? We got pardons. <laughs> <laughs> now, Wow! Tish Tower. So they've re yes, they've, they've renamed the Trump Tower the Tish Tower because Letitia James, our Attorney General of the state of New York, is the one who brought this uh, case against, against Trump. Now, it's, of course, shocking to me that he remains riding high in the polls, uh, that anybody would vote for him at this point. But, you know, you talk to his supporters and they say, oh, we knew that about him, that he's a corrupt, horrible person. I mean, that's what they want, I guess. How and, realistic do you think it is that he might lose Trump Tower or one of the other places you know, with his name on I, it? I, I, have, I have no idea, but he's going to have to sell something to pay off. The, uh, every day he doesn't put the money in the bank, he's paying $87,000 in interest. So, you know, it's, well, all right, shall we move on? Yes. Uh, the Biden administration's, uh, the one who's the president now, uh, the Department of Health and Human Services has awarded uh, $5.1 million in support of LGBTQ youth and families through the justice, through the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Grants that you will not see going out <laughs> if Trump is, re is elected. Mm. Mm. And then, the, then there's the uh, Supreme Court. Um, now, here's a case that they uh, basically did not take up, but uh, the Missouri Department of Corrections wanted a new trial after they lost a discrimination case against a uh, that a lesbian employee brought. Okay, uh, her name was Jean Finney, on the basis that some jurors were struck because they had religious objections to homosexuality. So again, the court's not going to take the case on technical grounds, but Justice Alito could not help himself. He said uh, he issued a five-page statement saying that such exclusions make people of goodwill feel like bigots. He said this is why the Obergefell decision, mm -hmm. which gave us the mm -hmm. right to get married, and which he and Thomas uh, want to get rid of at least, is so dangerous. I mean, again, if, if you're interviewing jurors and they hate gay people or they think we're sick or immoral, I, I don't think you want them on the jury. Right, right. I, I think that this is, in a, in a backwards way, maybe even helpful because they're telling the truth about how they feel. Yeah. And I think 
we would never, I didn't ever think abortion w- would change in America. And it changed. And so gay marriage, I'm married. It's something that I think I've taken for granted. And now I'm, I'm taking a moment to pause. I'm actually grateful that they're saying this stuff now when it can get people fired up. Well, they certainly have a plan to get rid of uh, same-sex yeah, it's marriage. It's not safe. Right? It's not safe. You've oh, got to... oh, but, well, I mean, it, it is protected in law, at least. But I mean, the Congress actually did pass a sub- somewhat of a protection of same-sex marriage and interracial marriage, <laughs> for that matter, mm-hmm. uh, to protect it from the courts. But it doesn't secure it everywhere. Some st- if, if the Supreme Court overturns the Obergefell decision, then some states that well, don't want it will right. not have to It'll do it like anymore. It'll be like abortion. It will be state by state yeah. and... Um, Leading us down a dangerous path. So Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart, you know her from Twilight, is revealing that Donald Trump's social media posts actually helped her, made her come out and embrace her sexuality. So she did a new interview on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine and she addresses her sexuality and talks about how criticism from Donald Trump is the one that made her, her do this. She explained that she was hosting Saturday Night Live and she thought her monologue at the top of the show was a little bit dull. And so she sat around with cast members <laughs> who said, well, you do know the president actually came after you when she allegedly cheated on Robert Pattinson. And this was one of the one of the reasons that she decided to finally talk about her sexuality. Trump said the following back in 2012, quote, Robert Pattinson should not take Kristen Stewart back. Thank you. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so she goes on SNL and says, uh, uh, um, you're, he's you're uh, Donald, you're, you're probably really not going to like me now because I'm hosting <laughs> SNL. And I'm like, so gay, dude. <laughs> She's now engaged to screenwriter Dylan Meyer, her girlfriend, since 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great couple. I've interviewed her several times. And She's everything you want her to be. Get married before they ban it. All right. Uh, Chuck Schumer, the majority leader of the Senate, Democrat, is now supporting the Kids Online Safety Act after the text was updated and seven LGBTQ groups, including... Glad and the human rights campaign signed on, saying the considerable changes in the bill significantly mitigate the risk of being misused to suppress LGBTQI resources or stifle young persons' access to online communities. Uh, There was a particular concern about how GOP Republican state attorneys general would interpret the bill as it was originally drafted. Mm. Mm. All right. Changes are good, though. This is a now uh, it's a better it's a better yeah. bill than well, it was. Not everybody loves it, but you got seven gay groups, uh, LGBT groups, right? Then look what happened in Congress this week. You know, we we've told you all about Mike Johnson, the Speaker. He's a Christian nationalist, complete right wing nut. He ha- enlisted the hate mongering pastor Jack Hibbs to give the opening prayer in the House of Representatives. Hibbs broke all the rules, and I saw him talking about this. He said, I had a prayer that was approved and everything under the rules, which is not supposed to be sectarian. I threw it away, and I just started talking about Jesus and how the sins of America, and we have to come to repentance and all this kind of stuff. So, now, this, this, this is a guy who says that God anointed Trump and that his religion allows Trump followers to commit violence to carry out God's plan. He calls Islam a death cult, and a vehicle for Satan. And he says, Satan also planned the transgender agenda. 
transgender agenda. I say that three times fast. He says, two people of the same sex get together, and it is all out of wanton lust. This is the guy who's invited, invited. to give the invocation. Yeah, this wasn't an accident. This isn't something we're finding out about him after the fact. Right. This I is mean, not something... That's why he was asked. That's why he was asked. That's what I think we have to remember here. The point is that these now comments that once would bar you from yes. ever doing that, yes. now encourage you yes. to get the gig. Yes, that's all Trumpism. All right, so uh, conservative. these same kind of people object to Pandora. That's right, so Pandora have, have an ad out. They've actually had this ad out for about three months. It's suddenly caught the attention what of exactly one is million wand. It's a, it's a jewellery company. They, they sell lots of accessories too, but lots of jewellery. It's pretty nice stuff, and so the ad has... Two different couples, a heterosexual couple and a lesbian couple, exchanging gifts and a beautiful romantic ad. Now the ad has been described as normalising same-sex relationships. Million moms are, are very angry about this, saying that with, they're pushing an LGBTQ agenda and they're doing this to make sure that society starts to accept people in same-sex marriages. If only. I think most people do accept people they in same-sex marriages. Yes, they do. All right. Uh, let me give you a little update on what's going on around the country in the states. 43 states are still in session. We're tracking 385 anti-LGBTQ bills and 190 pro-equality bills. Um, three anti-equality bills have passed into law, one in Ohio, two in Utah. Two pro-equality bills have passed into law, Maine and California. And so uh, we're, we'll, we'll link to this on our, uh, uh, in our email that goes out every week. Go to gayusatv.org and sign up and you'll find out what's happening in Michigan and Arizona, Florida and Missouri. Okay. And other states. And your state. All right. Uh, in Ohio, uh, you know, they keep going back and forth about what names trans people can use on the ballot when running for office. Uh, some were knocked off uh, because they didn't list their old names, their mm. dead names. Uh, now we have a picture of Ari Farber living as a man for nine years, but told he had to use his dead name, birth name, to run for the Ohio Senate, uh, state Senate. Now, Faber never legally changed his name. You know, he's unopposed in the Democratic primary. Another candidate, Vanessa Joy, was disqualified in Stark County for running for the House. So they're trying to get the law changed. After she was disqualified, a local paper published her dead name and a blogger published nude photos of her and other personal info provoking harassment online. There's also a danger that if any trans candidate wins, the legislature is going to refuse to seat them over this. This is their priority. This is what they... they have found the new witches in this culture, the witches who we can all attack because people don't understand them. I think as the head of HRC once said, more people say they've seen a ghost than met a trans person. Huh. Well, this is what they depend on, ignorance. Right. And it's spreading. Guys, I was back in London just last week, and I noticed now the British media, the British press, oh, yeah. now it's all trans stories, day after day on the, the covers. The tabloids. The tabloids. But it has, it has seeped into society. I remember sitting at a Starbucks in London. I could overhear a couple behind me, and they were talking about trans people, some, I would argue, they'd probably never met. But it is, um, it's spreading around the world. Right. The new which is terrible. Right. And in Georgia, the state senate advanced anti-LGBTQ legislation. 
Now, they allowed supporters of the, the anti-bill to speak at the hearing, including Gays Against Groomers, a mm. hate group, and barred the LGBTQ advocates from speaking. Uh, the bill bans public and, pri and private schools from teaching gender identity, queer theory, gender ideology, or gender transition. So much for freedom of speech and religion. Hmm. Uh, the bill defines queer theory as the idea that transgender and non-binary people can exist. This is all about a race. Log cabin Republicans also spoke in favor of the bill. Uh, oh. One of the state representatives, so, you know, LGBTQ people showed up, and one little girl goes up to one of the state senators and starts lobbying. I'm here to save you, he says. And she says, I'm trans. You need to get rid of this bell. <laughs> he runs away as a result. He runs away. Oh, not. All right. Not good. All right. Uh, in Florida, uh, by the way, a couple of stories from Florida, more than 500 uh, Adobe uh, employees mm -hmm. protested the company moving their Max conference to Florida, but the company won't budge. They're not going to budge. And then there's Ron DeSantis. Oh, with his, um, with his lips, so a story has exploded after a new picture seemed to illuminate well, what he would really look well, like under those, under those pants. Lots of people who understand shoes understand that he wears lips. Yes. He, he tries to deny it. But so a reporter says to him, I have to quote this, <laughs> you have spoken out against the woke agenda of gender fluidity and come out against gender affirming care. How do you square your opposition to that and people choosing their own gender identity with your frequent wearing of lips and you uh, hoping to choose your own Height, Height identity. identity. Very clever. Very and, clever. What was his response? And the little man snapped back, nice try, next. He wouldn't play. So, and doing that head bobble that he does when he's uncomfortable. Does he ever come back after, after running well, so disastrously? Well, he, he's back just, in Florida. he just turned on the book banners mm. <laughs> he, that he let loose in Florida. He now supports a $100 processing fee for bad faith book objections mm. who do not have kids in the school after he unsuccessfully, uh, uh, after unsuccessfully objecting to five materials a year. He has called book bans a hoax, but 300 books have been banned from li yeah. libraries and schools, including lots by Shakespeare, yeah. Tony Morrison. Yeah. Uh, I think the color purple anything, anything with the letters LGBTQ mm. in it, which is most things. Anyway, loser DeSantis <laughs> is backing down a little. A little. A little. A little. Uh, all right. And one current event that won't be discussed in Florida schools is what happened in late January in Wichita, where a $50,000 bronze statue of Jackie Robinson, who broke the color line in Major League Baseball uh, back in the 40s, late 40s, was cut off at the uh, ankles, mutilated and burned. And, you know, people say there's not racism in this country. Come on. Mm. Mm, absolutely. And then the story that's blowing up here in New York now, and I think around the country, if not around the world, is that St. Patrick's Cathedral well, claims... I, I, we're, go, we're not going we to... We, I think we're go, going to do uh, Next Benedict now. Yeah. Next, um, Oklahoma. I, do, I don't think I have it. Where is it? Yes, okay. what it is. This is... This, we've, told, we've told you about this. A 16-year-old non-binary youth, NEX, Next Benedict... Uh, reportedly endured a vicious beating in the restroom at Owasso High School on February 7th and then died the next day. Three girls did the beating. A teacher broke it up, but the staff did not call an ambulance. Next was 
brought to a hospital by their grandmother, mm. released that night mm -hmm. and died at home the next day. Mm. Uh, now, th this this state is in a uh, under siege by the libs of TikTok, which is that uh, Rhea, what is her name? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a wildly popular TikTok group that uh, really exists just to troll liberals, but also to, to spread really hateful, horrible messages. And so they have been encouraged by this TikTok group who you cannot underestimate their power, Andy. It's a massive following. And uh, Ryan Walters, who is the head of superintendent of schools, is also on an anti-trans yes. yep. tear. You know, uh, and in response to this death, he said, oh, we care about all our students and their safety. That's our number one priority. No, it's not. You've been stigmatizing and targeting these kids, and now they're getting targeted by other kids who feel justified in beating the hell out of them. Mm. That's what's going on. But this mm. rate chick woman who lives in Brooklyn and does all this mischief yeah. and mobilizes people yeah. to, to hate people... She was put on the library board of Oklahoma by this Ryan Walker. Okay, it's rewarded for this behavior, and this is why people are encouraged to do this. She's not going to back down. This, this following that she has on TikTok reaches millions uh, of people and has made her, too, into somewhat of a celebrity that I think she always wanted to be. And so now she people... Rebels on, she revels in it. Revels yeah, this in is it. a joy for her. We're talking about her. People are talking about her. And I think that she absolutely adores this. She loves going on television programs uh, and promoting her message. The problem is with this one is that her platform allows her to reach millions, yes. Andy. It is. It's not on the fringe anymore. Well, she has a lot of followers. This poor kid that she helped kill, kill. Uh, was a straight-A student. Um, there is an active police investigation, but they haven't come up with anything. They're waiting for toxicology reports on Next Benedict. Mm. Uh, grandmother standing by them. And uh, it's just, a, it's a heartbreaking story. Heartbreaking. The story then that really has exploded on the, the cover uh, of, I think, even the New York Post here is St. Patrick's Cathedral is claiming that they were fooled into hosting a, quote, sacrilegious transgender activist funeral. Yeah, I mean, Cecilia Gentili, uh, her family went to St. Patrick's and said, we'd like to have the funeral here. Uh, they claim that it, there was no subterfuge about it, uh, but it packed the place. Packed. I mean, let's run some of the pictures uh, of the funeral. There's the huh. altar with all the flowers and the picture of Cecilia. And then you have a shot of the cathedral filling up uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral, hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and, a, and a very anti-gay uh, church. And these are people... Uh, leaving uh, the church. Billy Porter Billy was sang. Yeah. And I think a thousand people were there. A thousand people were there. Celebrities, people, people um, turned up to, to show their respect. And now the backlash has what? led to members of the Catholic community who are saying that they were disrespected and they were not aware that this was, um, was going to happen. Well, there were some things that you don't usually hear right. at a Catholic funeral. And uh, let's go to the video. Well, hold on. This is... This is uh, Cecilia's best friend, Sayen Dora Show, who organized the funeral. Uh, Cecilia's great friend was the founder of the trans-led service organization Glitz. And let's hear what she had to say in a eulogy. Repeat after me. Cecilia! 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Cecilia was born 
in 1972. Imagine the shock and surprise. But I gotta tell you, there's something that's hurting deep in our hearts because we lost our saint. We lost somebody that we could call no matter what, no matter what time. But this lady worked so hard to make sure girls like me, girls like you, boys like you are safe, are grounded, are rooted, got health care, that sex workers are free. I don't know, y'all may have heard the story that Jesus ministered to all. Cecilia ministered to all. I thought I was gonna be a boogery mess up here, but I gotta tell you, my sister celebrated her birthday two weeks ago on Wednesday, and we tore it down. Queen Jean, Gia, her daughters, her sons, her family, her husband. And what we got that day was a breakdancing Cecilia. We got Cecilia born in 1972. We got such a glove, a hold on our hearts from this young woman. We're not gonna think of Cecilia as gone. We're gonna think of her in another realm in a place where everything is beautiful and shiny, where we could say, Cecilia, we love you. Repeat after me again. Cecilia! 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 Now give Cecilia a standing ovation. So, uh, aside you've never seen in St. Patrick's before and probably will never see again. Right. Uh, the, uh, the, Listen. She's well. survived by her husband, Peter Scotto, who also spoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to link in our email to the entire service. You can watch the entire thing. Most of it, though, was full of love, like the soundbites that we just played. That could have been said at any funeral. And so I think that... Well, I mean... There are a few comments, too, that have been in there that probably wouldn't... <laughs> wouldn't be, be at most people's funeral that you would see at St. Patrick's. But I think ultimately it was about love and you felt that in, in well, the video we this showed. this was a person who created family in yes. New York. Yeah. And, and, but I, I mean, I have to say, if anybody try, I mean, not that they're going to try this, if anybody thinks of having my funeral in that <laughs> damn church, forget about it. I That's mean, an interesting you know, point, though. I, because I don't, no, I would just, I wouldn't want to be in a Catholic church. Do you think Cecilia wanted her funeral there? Do you think this I is her choice? I don't know. I mean, we don't know. Her, her friends did. That's her family did. Uh, among the attendees uh, were uh, Sarah Ramirez, mm. Raquel Willis, Jerry Jones, India Moore, wow. Chase Strangio of the ACLU, Peppermint, Kay Gabriel, Casey Platt, Cat Fitzpatrick, and so many more. It, it looked like a beautiful celebration of life. We should point out, too, that um, the, the cathedral has held a very rare mass of reparations to atone, atone for hosting this funeral. Well, they did a, they did a massive reparation after the ACT UP action, in That's which right. Anne got arrested That's back right. in 1989, That's I right. think it was. 
uh, for, for, for ACT UP. Do you think now moving forward, the, the cathedral will be much more careful? There'll be a much more... Well, all you got to do is Google people to find out who you're, who you're burying. They say they don't make questions like this, but, you know. So anybody who wants to be buried there? Well, Andy Warhol was buried out of there. Right. I mean, I mean hardly, a, 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 you know, a, I don't know what his but face But not was. Andy Hum. No. No. I no. Well, you know, Michael Callan, who died of AIDS a long time ago, had in his will... If I show any signs of reverting to religious faith, <laughs> it is to be taken as evidence, prima facie evidence of dementia, and to be ignored. <laughs> now, again, you know, I know that ma- many of you out there are people of faith and uh, are doing your best to make things better in your re- religious sects, mm-hmm. uh, but not for me. Mm. Okay. And speaking of which, we told you about that $7 million ad about Jesus, he gets us at the Super Bowl. Well, beware, you know, it, it looks all very innocent and, and liberal in a way, uh, spreading love and peace. But if you were moved to go to their website, you will end up on these right-wing political lists that are going to be asking mm. for your money, because uh, it's all being run by uh, the crazy right-wing uh, uh, to, to uh, mobilize for the election. All right, in... St. Louis Park, Minnesota, uh, another anti-LGBTQ legal group there, the First Liberty Institute, uh, threatened the school district if they wouldn't let six Somali Muslim families who don't want their children to read books with LGBTQ characters opt out. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, this is the big thing. But this is a liberal district. And they said, look, we're not going to review every book in the thing. If you've got a particular book and you think, case we'll, by we'll, case, we'll, 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 we'll try to do but... that. But, you know, uh, you're allowed to see instructional materials. You're, you know, you're not allowed to review every single book that goes into this thing. So they're putting up a little bit of a fight yeah. about this. Yeah. And, which, is, which is rare because most, most other places have, have rolled over when this has come in the... But this, this, is, this is in a liberal uh, suburb. In, but still not fighting back a, a, as forcefully as one might expect. And discrimination in Minnesota on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity is illegal. Thank you very much. All right. And then, but we have anti-discrimination laws in New York, but our cops went to Dubai to do... The, they, they participate in something called... An, uh, with uh, dozens of international police agencies... Um, they do these exercises. It's the international SWAT challenge. <laughs> and they did this with the Chechens, the murderers from Chechnya, which is in mm-hmm. Russia. And it's just, uh, you know, it's just outrageous. Outrageous. That we're in participating with people like that. OK, let's talk. Well, let's talk about. Uh, uh, the love of Rock Hudson's life. The love of Rock Hudson's life. Let me find it. So, Rock Hudson's former boyfriend, who has been claimed to be the love of, of his life, passed away at 86 years old. His name is Leah Garlington, the, the love of his life, 86 years old. Now, this is back when they dated. Yeah, they Which they, was in 1963. Yes, in the, it was definitely in the 60s. There they are. And um, Lee had since gone on and remarried. In fact, he was married for, for 37 years with his husband, Paul. They were visiting Laguna Beach in California. Well, let's show, let's show Lee and Rock in there going to the beach. There they days. are. That's a beach shot. Lee 
Wrong. It's amazing to me that back then, I'm looking at it from my eyes from today, Andy, but that people did not know, or at least the public didn't suspect. Well, they said they had dinner with uh, Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward, and they were kind of on to them uh, uh, or something like that. But but they wouldn't. uh, The publicist said, never let your picture be taken together. Uh, Which is why that picture is so rare. The one we showed, it's a rare picture. And when they went, they would go to some of the big events, but separately and with... They with, would arrive separately. With an escort. They would have, yes. Um, I think that p- p- back then it was called a beard. Is that correct? And um, they, would, they would arrive separately. They would, they would leave separately. They were never shot together. But I think within Hollywood, people knew they, they, were, they were a couple. Well, they met on the set of Pillow Talk, where Lee Doris was a, a, sort of a, yeah. an extra, basically. Yeah. And they met, but they really didn't go out for a year later. And Rock always had his publicist set updates. And finally, the publicist, a year later, says... <laughs> Maybe Rock was through with somebody else. Uh, said uh, uh, Rock would like to meet you or like to go out with you, and so there. That's how it got started. Eighty-six years old, he has been buried in New Zealand, where he moved with with his husband two decades. And ago. we should say for you kids out there who don't remember, Rock Hudson was the most famous person in the world. In the world with AIDS. And when he died of it in 1985. The first time I I was a young guy growing up in Britain and Rock Hudson's death was what brought AIDS and the conversation about AIDS into my life. Absolutely. It did. Now, of course, he he lived in the closet, I mean, mm. at least publicly, you know, for mo- almost all of his life. I like the fact he had a love of his life, though. I like that there was some some love there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, OK. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, a, a big win for Masha Gessen, uh, the non-binary writer at The New Yorker. Uh, they won a prestigious Polk Award for her commentary on historical memory and the Israel-Hamas hmm. war, uh, how it has been shaped by the memory of the Holocaust with sweeping consequences for residents of both Israel and Gaza. I mean, you will see Masha on the news a lot. And we're going yeah, to talk more when we talk about the death of the murder of uh, murder. Navalny. Okay. Mm. International news. So let's start with Greece. Greece, um, a landmark LGBTQ rights victory in Greece as the parliament has finally, finally accepted same-sex marriage. So it came down to a vote of 176 votes in favour, still 76 against, but not enough to stop it. Huge celebrations around Greece, although we should point out that... um, Still, reproductive rights over there is something that, that, that we are, are fighting and that same-sex couples are still prohibited from seeking medical assistance with reproductive rights. But nevertheless, a, a great step in the right direction. And look at the celebrations here. That's out on the, the big streets. celebration yeah. in the streets. I mean, this is the first Orthodox country to legalize same-sex big marriage. Deal. And we have a picture of the conservative prime minister. Uh, Good luck. Kyriakos. No, this isn't so hard. Uh, Mitsotakis. Greek names are... are Impressed. Uh, Greek, Greek Impressed. names are okay. Did I get it right? I think you did. Uh, I think Greek you friends. did. I think you did. Uh, the, uh, he's, now, although Greece became the 16th European country to allow same-sex marriage, it is the first Orthodox country, Mitsotakis said, this is a milestone for human rights reflecting today's Greece, <clears throat> a progressive and democratic country passionately committed to European values. Something you will never hear out of the mouth of Donald Trump, <laughs> who was ready to cut 
And by the way, Liechtenstein is expected to pass it in March, a same-sex marriage. It's, um, it's happening. It's happening. About time. It, it took a, a long time. And when you think of Greece and where it is within the heart of, of Europe, it's amazing that it still has taken this long. But nevertheless, we're there. Well, we're not there in some of the Eastern European right. countries right. Uh, like Romania let's hope and Hungary let's and hope things. Okay. And then let's go to Nepal, uh, where... Now, they've been making a lot of progress there, but we have the first lesbian couple married there, uh, Dipti Shreshtha and Suprita Gurung, both 33 years old. They became the first lesbian couple, not just in Nepal, but in South Asia, to officially register their marriage this week, according to Sunil Babu Pant, who's the big activist there. Uh, and former legislator in Nepal. This stuff matters. This stuff counts. It matters. And that photograph matters. It's a big deal, Andy. Yes, it is. And we hope, uh, you know, India, we've been stalled there, Mm. but we hope we will get there eventually. And in Poland is turning a corner. They elected a new, more progressive government. I believe Biden is going to welcome the new prime minister uh, to, uh, to visit here. Oh, a state visit? Donald Tusk. But in an... So... The, the media was, is control, was controlled by the right-wing government. So the big uh, presenter there from the Polish television, we have a picture of him there, um, and I am not going to attempt his name, uh, Wojciech uh, Szeslak, he delivered a live public mea culpa. Uh, they've been trashing gay yes, people yes. forever. Because yeah, decades. That, that was the government line. Yes, decades. So, so he did a public mea culpa, for the channel's past anti-LGBT which, which broadcast. Which is extraordinary. I, I don't want to overpraise this guy here or give him a profiling courage that he certainly doesn't deserve. But he however, wants to keep his job. He, <laughs> and too. But he really did this. He might have said nothing. He didn't. He apologized. Yeah. And it's important. It's important to say sorry. Uh, Ann and I used to work in the schools, and I used to lobby the schools to do more on AIDS education and gay education, and they were very resistant. Mm-hmm. Then they got a new chancellor who was more liberal, Joe Fernandez. So the people who had been fighting with me called me in. What should we do? Because they wanted to keep their jobs. Now they, want, they had a new regime. <laughs> yes. They wanted before, to do the right thing. Oh. Were, they, were they calling you before? Or no, absolutely not. But once you have a new boss, maybe that's what it takes, somebody at the top. But we welcome it. We welcome and it. And they invited a gay activist to the studio yeah. for the first time in a decade that they've been invited as guests. Sh- should we go and visit? Uh, well, not yet. I have friends that go over there. My, one of my friends is half Polish. I, but one of them said, I was very scared to go through the door. This was the door of the propaganda tool mm. that was used against us for so many years. Um, it was, they just showed us as a threat to the Polish nation. They did. Feeding hate to the people. Oh, they were throwing red meat. The, the, I looked back at some of the coverage. Horrific. Like, not, not just gentle hate, as if there's any such a thing. Really outrageous things. Would be Almost said. like Fox News. <laughs> and then it changed overnight. Oh, sure. New regime. Uh, elections have consequences. Indeed. So now we have to... Now, you've all, of course, heard about the, the, the murder of murder. Alexei Navalny, uh, only 47 years old. He was imprisoned and killed for this charge of extremism which is the catch-all Russian phrase they use against anybody who dissents. Uh, the former world chess champion turned opposition activist Gary Kasparov said Putin tried and failed to murder Navalny quickly and secretly with poison, and now he's murdered him slowly and publicly in prison. He was killed for exposing Putin and his mafia as the crooks and thieves that they are. Mm. 
Uh, you know, uh, the founder of P Nadia, the uh, founder of Pussy Riot, who formed the group in response mm -hmm. to a speech by Navalny in yeah. 2011, thinks Putin was jealous of how much Navalny huh. was loved since he could only rule by fear. And she wrote, people say hope died with Alexei. I see it differently. With his passing, a new sense of responsibility has been born. Wow. For many of us in Russia, Alexei was like an older brother or a father figure, someone who was always there to clean up your mess. We lost him so painfully early, so prematurely. Now there's no one else in the room. We owe it to him and his dream for a new beautiful Russia to carry on the fight. He, and of course, his wife is... She's is picked carrying. up the torch and talking out and wants the movement to continue. Um, Russia recently issued its first conviction for this extremism law after a controversial ruling by the Supreme Court. So the rule was actually made in November 2023, uh, but now, just last month, it finally, uh, finally came into effect, basically uh, outlawing... LGBTQ activism people in the country. We have some examples here of what can happen under the New York law. So individuals found guilty of participating in the extremism organization can face 12 years in prison. And look what they're doing to this ballerina who was a, a, Dual a citizen. Russian yeah. uh, American, uh, American citizen. She gave 50 bucks to the Ukrainian cause. She is being tried for treason and can spend life in prison for life. that. Life. They do not tolerate dissent. Just being found with a, a pride flag can get you locked up, put in detention for 15, 15 days. Well, uh, better news from St. Vincent with the... Oh, I'm sorry, not good news. The uh, bad news. Mm. Saint, the St. Saint Vincent court rejected a challenge to the colonial era anti-gay laws, um, the, 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 which stem from a British colonial rule. Uh, the, the judge also ordered the plaintiffs to pay $3,000 to the attorney general's office in court fees. She's described as reasonable, <laughs> the concern of an unstemmed deluge of new HIV cases if we allow gay sex. It could overwhelm the health system. <laughs> mm. Now, they have local laws there that provide, you know, you can get 10 years incarceration if you have same-sex relations. So be careful if you're traveling to St. Vincent. Or don't go, maybe. I'm not going. Well, I, I don't like to go to these kinds of places, but, you know. I mean, of course, I lived under the sodomy laws in New York <laughs> until 1980. <laughs> and violated them often. <laughs> but, but I have friends. I'm 70. I have friends my age who were arrested for sodomy in New York. And they have that, you know, they you're have that arrest of, record. You're part of the reason that that law was overturned. You should pass no, yourself. You no, were, no, You were fighting, Andy. You I were fighting. Fighter, but you I were mean, fighting. No, I mean, it was a court case. Our co the legislature wouldn't get rid of it. They wouldn't get rid of it. Uh, so the state high court of appeals uh, got rid of it in 1980. Because I could argue people like you were fighting. Oh, well, I mean, we're all, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. Look at us. Making peace. Here. All right. Also, in international news, we told you about the uh, the murder of Brent uh, uh, Sakima. 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 I think. Sakima. Yeah. Uh, the art dealer. Yeah. And uh, in Brazil, and now the twist in it is that the the police there are accusing his husband, husband. of hiring um, an assassin to kill him. Yeah. The. Um the initial reports were it was uh, somebody that worked for the couple on their on their home, on their estate. And now the new reports are the husband was behind this and hired 
hired somebody to, to murder him, Carlos a very, Jones. very famous art world collector here in New York, gallery owner, had a, had a really famous gallery in Chelsea, would often be seen around the neighborhood. Our neighborhood. Our neighborhood, secondary home in, in Brazil, went there with his husband and didn't come back. Terrible. All right. Um, uh, now, London has always given names to underground train lines, right? Yeah. Now they've named the six overground trains, uh, lines, including one that will be called Mild May. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> it's it's after nice. the small charitable hospital in Shoreditch that played such an important role in the HIV AIDS crisis in the 1980s. It's, it's, um, I was coming of age in the 80s, and so, but for people of maybe a generation older than me, they certainly know this name and they are welcoming this and celebrating this. And I've even got friends who are jumping on that train to go to nowhere they need to go just to support that line. But that's, that's my train in Camden Town. When that's I go. right. There's also a suffragette line and a lioness line honoring England's world champion football team, women's football team. Fantastic. All right. In New Zealand, the new conservative prime minister, Chris Luxon, L-U-X-O-N, was forced to flee... Auckland's big gay out due to protests hounding him during uh, a walk around. They objected to his proposed backtracking on LGBTQ issues and his opposition to a ceasefire in Gaza. We have in Zimbabwe, the vice president has announced the opposition to the government's government's intention to block LGBTQ scholarships. So there's an LGBTQ scholarship that's given out. It's aimed at people between the age of 18 and 35 years old. Now the government is saying they are going to block this because they think that it is unchristian and they don't want any part of this. We should point out that the vice president, a devout Catholic and former army commander, said in a statement that this is a direct challenge to the government. Mm. And, and what about those Mexican fans? Oh, Mexico and football. So Mexican fans are still not paying their fine up. So they were fined over $100,000 for anti anti gay or actually they were fined, sorry, for, for gay slurs. They were making really homophobic remarks and they have yet to pay up. Now, this is going to be a problem because the next World Cup in 2026 will take place in Mexico and FIFA and the Mexican Soccer Authority are still disputing this price, but so far they've not paid up. Well, it's, and it's, a fine that you don't pay doesn't do any good. So right. the fine is in place to try and stop this rampant homophobia that seems to catch fire in the stands of, of football games and um, not going away. They, they, won't, they, they, they so far haven't paid up. Well, sometimes they stop the game and they say, you're going to forfeit if your fans don't yep. shut up about this. Yep. Maybe they should make the fans pay and maybe that's the way to, yes. to stop this because the fans at the moment seem to not be getting the message. I, I spoke to a couple of officials there who said they're really worried about this. 2026, not, not that far away. The, um, the World Cup, it's a massive Isn't deal. Isn't it all over North America? They change from country to country. It's almost like... No, the, but, but aren't they having it all over the place? They're going to move around, but the actual... The actual uh, the, okay. For not the, the actual final match is going to be in, in Mexico, and they're, they're frightened about how the fans are going to react. Yep. Okay. And then in Japan, uh, LGBTQ mm. activists are finally getting their... Uh, Getting out there. They are. Help me with this one. Well, I mean, they were rallying. Here it is. Valentine's Day. 
We yeah. found it. Here it is. Valentine's Day. So activists and members of the community marked Valentine's Day in Tokyo to call for same-sex marriage rights. Now, we should point out, this is the fifth anniversary that they have been doing this. A, a peaceful, beautiful way to remind people love is love is love is love is love on Valentine's Day getting out there so far. They haven't changed very much legally, but they are fighting and fighting with love. Okay, AIDS news. Um, The Justice Department is our Justice Department is suing Tennessee for violating the Americans with Disabilities Act because they enforce the state's aggravated prostitution statute against people living with HIV. So our uh, our civil rights division is saying it's discriminatory to enforce law based on HIV status and not based on actual risks of harm. Here's what happens. If you're charged with aggravated prostitution because you have HIV, that carries a penalty of 15 years in prison. Otherwise, it would be a misdemeanor for the same crime and you get six months. The aggravated charge also gets you on the sex offense registry, which is a draconian lifelong penalty. Mm -hmm. And by the way, February 28th is National HIV is Not a Crime Awareness Day. All right. Uh, in uh, our friend and colleague, longtime HIV AIDS survivor and activist, Ivy Kwan RC, we have a picture of her, is the new board chair of the Treatment Action Group, TAG. Uh, she's been a longtime member of the PWA Health Group, the Ryan White Planning Council, and ACT UP. Professionally, she's a graphic designer with her husband, Alejandro Arce. They have two sons. Well deserved. Well deserved. All right. Entertainment <laughs> news. All right. Who should we jump in? What are we going to start with? Oh, starting a very handsome devil who happens to be my husband. Bruce Sussman got his caricature at Sardi's restaurant in Midtown, a theatre hangout that has different theatre professionals of a... Of different, of different times, different periods on their walls. I'm thrilled to say that Bruce is up there. He is with his beautiful blue eyes. You sit down and you sign it. They have a little ceremony upstairs. Now, Bruce wrote Copacabana with, with Barry Manilow, his longtime collaborator. And so Bruce said in his speech that he made a mistake in the 70s when he wrote Copacabana, that Copacabana is not the hottest spot north of Havana. Sardis is. So that's what it says there. Sardis the hottest spot north of Havana. There's Jim Caruso, Bruce, our friend Jack. And I believe I'm wearing the same jumper that I'm wearing right now in the photographs. My one fancy jumper. Congratulations, Bruce. I love you. And of course, he and Barry uh, also yeah. wrote Harmony. Harmony. The, the, the musical Harmony. They've, they've written over 200 songs together. Harmony made its Broadway debut after, after 20 years. They, um, they got it to Broadway, so congratulations. And now, Andy, when we go to Sardis and have, um, have a bite to eat, we can sit under Bruce's watchful eyes. It's a great honor to be on the wall. It is. I, it, was, it was thrilling to be there and to look at some of the past caricatures. It's like a museum. Max, the owner of the place, gave us a little tour. And a, a little interesting fun fact. All those caricatures, Andy, every single one of them can be taken off the walls. They're not nailed, screwed to the walls, except one. One was stolen. In the history of Sardis, only one was stolen, and now it has been replaced and nailed to the walls. Can you guess who, uh, who it was? She's a big star. 
A big star. A big um, star. Who has a rapid fan base, theatre, who do we love in theatre? Helen Hayes. I wish it was. It was Barbara Streisand. So Barbara <laughs> Streisand, she got stolen. She was more tricky than you think to get her to sign a new one. She did. It's the only one nailed to the wall. <laughs> okay. Don't get stealing Bruce's. Did you sign it again? She said, I can't believe I've got to do this twice. <laughs> Thank you, Barbara. <laughs> All right. And at a, at a restaurant called the Harlem Shake. Yes. Our own Chris Cooper, the, Chris. Star, the star of Extraordinary Birder on Nat Geo, got his picture up on the wall. Uh, congratulations, Chris. Uh, Chris will, by the way, fill in for Anne here on March 27th uh, um, or wherever you see Gay USA. On that week. That He's week. great. I love watching him on, on the show. And I love how he took that incident that potentially could have been really awful and turned it into, well, it was awful, but he turned it into something. It could have been awful. It could have it been, awful. It, it yeah. was, but he did turn it into something that I think we can all admire from him. I have a lot of respect from him for, for him sending my love. Well, okay. Uh, by the way, I love the Broadway revival of Ossie Davis's Pearly oh. Victorious. It's closed now, uh, but PBS is bringing it to great performances on Friday, May 24th. I'd like to bring it to your attention. That's uh, Leslie Odom Jr., uh, mark your calendars and carry young there. They were. It was just such a great show ah. from 1960. By heart. it's about racism yeah. in the South, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. I, I'm ashamed to admit I, I did not know this play and I didn't know anything about it. And I was invited and I sat down and within 10 minutes it totally, totally grabbed me. I went because of him. I wanted to see him, but yes. I left. Talking about her, it's he just of remarkable. Course I'm so his, happy. Made his start in, in Hamilton, yeah, in Hamilton. Hamilton. And then, uh, what's going on with X-Men? X-Men, so people are furious, or some people are furious, <laughs> that X-Men have overhauled their, their, their um, franchise and now have a non-binary character. So criticism has been made that Morph, there is Morph, is now non-binary in the upcoming X-Men 97 series. The trailer was released by Marvel, and right away, the backlash from the right popped up. People saying on the right, that this is unnecessary and politically motivated. However, the showrunner did say that they are looking forward to showing a very interesting relationship with Wolverine and Morph. That's a tease. And uh, what, what's this GLAD survey on video game characters? GLAD has found out that less than 2% of video games feature LGBTQ characters in their narrative. Now, GLAD has also pointed out that about 17% of people that play video games on a regular basis are members of, of the community. And so they're calling upon video game makers to, to fix this and um, include, include people, LGBT narratives uh, and characters on their games. Okay, let's bring in Northrop in here. Anne. All right, she's, she's, she's off during jury duty, but she went to see Oh Mary. <laughs> this is Cola Scola's spoof on the Lincolns, uh, with Cola's Mary Todd Lincoln. Uh, Anne said that she almost walked out of the first five <laughs> minutes because it was too silly and thin, but stayed because it was only 80 minutes long, and she was glad she did. She said it slowly got better and better, more funny and clever. In the end, she said, basic farce, but a lot of fun and a lot of great lines, but certainly nothing deep or meaningful. But Honest Abe, she said, was very 
very gay. And the show has been extended now to May 5th yeah, at the Lucille Lord Hotel Theater. Theater. They're on Christopher, Christopher Street yeah. in the heart of Greenwich. Yeah, Village. it's almost impossible to get a ticket for it. I looked it up a couple of days ago and it's selling really, really well. So if you want to see it, get, grab well, it. Well, now that it's been extended. Quickly. Can... Yes, it has been extended. And also too, just a little tease without giving the spoiler away. I'm told I haven't seen it yet, but the last scene ends with a song that my husband might have might have been behind. Oh, Look at that. I hope he's getting the right. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's, here's this week's George Santos story. George Santos. So George Santos is now suing Jimmy Kimmel, claiming that Jimmy used a cameo without his permission, saying that it's now a copyright infringement. Just the backstory here. George, George has been selling cameos for four five hundred dollars. He will say pretty much anything you want. You go to cameo. He can wish you a happy birthday. He can wish you a happy divorce. Anything you want. Jimmy Kimmel staff allegedly went on, signed on to cameo and had him make several videos that he looked quite foolish in, but he did make them and then they aired them. And now he is suing. He's saying it can only be for personal use. But I, we'll have to see the no, contract. They're yeah, suing no, for seven. Yeah. He's suing for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. All right, not unusual to have gay people on Wheel of Fortune, even though they've got that right wing uh, host, uh, Pat Sajak. Not for much longer, though. What? Not for much longer. Ryan not Seacrest m- is taking over soon. We don't. But uh, anyway, uh, they had a gay couple on, Dameron and Drew <laughs> Obert Barron uh, from Dallas, who. Uh, rather stunned, Pat Sajak, who asked, oh, how'd you guys meet? And they said, well, we were in the same restaurant. We used a dating app. And he didn't know what they were talking about. Um, but they, they didn't win. Did, you, did they show their picture? Yes. But they did, get a, they did get a trip to the Bahamas. Looks good. Looks good. And a lot of national attention for being just so adorable. Okay. Um, the, the, uh, uh, we're, we're, now we have the poster for the new movie that's out this weekend. Opens February 23rd. Uh, Drive Away Dolls hmm. by Ethan Cohen and out Trisha Cook. It's a lesbian road trip movie. Uh, Anne, again, Anne, Anne. saw it. She says it's adorable, fun, uh, raunchy, lesbian road trip movie, Philly to da- Tallahassee, with an unknown outrageous cargo in the trunk <laughs> of the car and creepy men chasing our heroines <laughs> to try to get it back. There are detours to lesbian bars and basement makeout parties, lots of funny sex and cartoonish violence and cameos by Miley Cyrus and Matt Damon. But Beanie Feldstein uh, steals the movie and walks through the rocks right out the door with it. Uh, so that's uh, we're, al- we're, we're almost out of time here. Beanie. There's going to be a Sally Ride documentary in the works now from Nat Geo which made uh, Chris uh, Cooper more famous. And it's great to have been with you. I love being here. Anne, you're, you're dearly missed. It's a big shoes to, to, to fill, but I'm happy to jump in whenever you need me. Thanks for being with us.